Good morning, everybody. This is Friday morning, January the 17th in 2020 on When I Rise. We are in year A in the second Sunday after Epiphany. And so on the Fridays, we tend to take the gospel text for the week. And it's been interesting, uh, even though year A has a lot of Matthew gospel text, um, every now and again, we get some John texts. And so we are in John chapter 1, verses 29 through 42, still looking at John the Baptist. If you remember last week, the Matthew text was in Matthew 3, uh, the ministry of John the Baptist and John the Baptist baptizing Jesus. And this is John the Baptist's ministry, at least a piece of it. Uh, with Jesus in John's gospel. So there's some nuance there. Uh, we get to know a little bit more about John the Baptist. So I'll read that passage this morning, and then I'll provide a couple points of reflection, then we'll pray as we face our day together. Let's allow our souls to rise to meet God together in prayer. John chapter 1, verses 29 through 42. The next day John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is, this is the one I meant when I said, A man comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. I myself did not know him, but the reason I came baptizing with water was that he might be revealed to Israel. Then John gave this testimony. I saw the Spirit come down from heaven as a dove and remain on him. And I myself did not know him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water told me, The man on whom you see the Spirit come down and remain is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. I have seen and I testify that this is God's chosen one. The next day John was there again with two of his disciples. When he saw Jesus passing by, he said, Look, the Lamb of God. When the two disciples heard him say this, they followed Jesus. Turning around, Jesus, they saw, Jesus saw them following and asked, What do you want? They said, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are, where are you staying? Come, he replied, and you will see. So they went and saw where he was staying, and they spent the day with him. It was four in the afternoon. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard what John had said and who had followed Jesus. The first thing Andrew did was to find his brother Simon and tell him, We have found the Messiah, that is the Christ. And he, has, and he, and he brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, you are Simon, son of John. You will be called Cephas, which means, which when translated is Peter. This is the word of God for us. All right, let me offer a, po a couple points of reflection about John the Baptist before we turn to a time of prayer this morning. Uh, this is an interesting passage. We know a lot of things about John already. We know if you've been in the church long enough, you admire John the Baptist for his zeal, for his passion. Uh, but what, I love what John does here in a couple different ways. When he talks about John the Baptist, he gives us a couple of attributes about him that we should admire and then put into practice in our life, where John is like a, an ideal uh, candidate for our faith for a couple reasons. Number one, is that John is a deeply spiritual person. Uh, we notice that as he is ministering, he's already spent time with God, and God has told him um, who Jesus is and his significance and what will happen when the Chosen One comes. And so uh, John's already got a deep sense within his own private prayer life of what God is up to. And I think this is an important attribute for us as Christians. I think as Christians, we, we do believe that God speaks to us. I think we speak, believe he speaks to us through the scripture text, 
and we're thankful for. We also know that the way of the faithful life is to know that God is speaking to you in your life as well. And that's been a challenge that I've sensed deep within my heart, and I offer it to you, is that we be people um, who hear and discern God's voice. Uh, I was thinking about this uh, just this week as I was thinking about being a dad and thinking about what would be some things that I should absolutely try to accomplish by the time Avery and Ezra leave our household. And I thought I should teach them the great commandment, how to love God, how to love neighbor, and how to love self. Uh, I think also, too, to teach them how to hear from God. And I won't be able to teach them everything, but at least my own experience and the ways that we, the church, leaders in the church throughout all the generations have heard God's voice. And so I give that admonition to you. Uh, let's spend this year, 2020, you know, this 2020 vision, uh, hearing God clearly. And there's a lot of good resources out there. Uh, message me on the back end if you want a couple of examples of some sources I'm going to use this year. So uh, John was spiritually hear from God. And the second thing is that John um, was a servant. He assisted others. Notice that he his whole role is to assist the arrival of Jesus. And when Jesus arrives, John bows out of the main picture and gives room for Jesus to flourish in his own ministry. Not only that, but what we see in John's gospel is how some of John the Baptist's disciples are even handed over to Jesus. And so uh, John is not just assisting Jesus, but he's also assisting his disciples. He's giving them a way uh, to follow the, the chosen one and not just to follow the messenger of the chosen one. I think that's a good admonition for us. I think we don't mind serving people, but I think oftentimes we serve on our own terms. Uh, if someone comes to us and says, I want to grow in my faith, we give them the books that we like or the things that we do, which, I mean, a measure of that's fine. I think we have to also keep in mind that we're supposed to be totally self-effacing and be present to who God is and what God is doing within them, not just what we would do if we were in their life, uh, but allow them to encounter living God. To say this, we have to get out of the way. Like Jesus, John's like, get, I'll get out of the way so that you can see the chosen one and not just hear words about the chosen one from my mouth. I think that might be an admonition for some of us is to move out of the way to serve others so that others would see Jesus. So along these lines this morning, let's spend some time praying this morning. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we thank you for a new morning. We thank you for the end of the work week, end of the school week. We thank you that Fridays have this different energy and vibe about them where we get to face the day and there's some expectation ahead. Maybe there's a school event. Maybe our families are going to get together and maybe we're going to go to a movie together, spend some time. We just thank you that we, for the, you know, a lot of people, we turn a page and uh, Friday morning gives us just a different skip in our step. And so we thank you for today. And so as our tasks and as our relationships lay before us, we dedicate our whole life to you once again. We pray, Jesus, you'd be the center of it all. We thank you for the life of John the Baptist, how we can admire him in many ways. We thank you that he was a deeply spiritual person, that you spoke to him and he obeyed you and he was able to convey your word to others. And so God, I pray that there'd be a fresh enthusiasm in the body of Christ today to hear from you, uh, to hear from you in the scripture and to study um, and to meditate on what you've said before uh, in the scripture text and through the lives of others. But God, I pray that we would hear you, that we'd be eager to be students to hear your voice. I think that this is something you promised that your sheep would hear your voice and that we'd follow you. And so God, we are eager to follow you today. So we pray that you'd allow us to have the passion and an ease in hearing your voice today. God, I think that John also assisted people, that you call us all to be servants and to lift up the needs of others. And so God, there's going to be a couple of times, maybe several times today where there's a 
a push and a pull between our needs or the needs of others. God, I pray that as we look at Christ, who is the ultimate servant, who laid down his life for many, I pray that we lay down our lives as well and that we'd be eager to serve, uh, that others would know that uh, we have a peculiar way of life because we choose to serve. And I pray that they would see you through our service today. I ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.